Hey, before we get into the show, I wanted to mention Bigger Pockets is hiring a full-time supervising producer for our podcast network. This is a remote position and a chance to work with an amazing team, if we do say so ourselves. We're looking for someone with at least a couple of years experience managing production teams and someone who will feel confident taking the lead when launching new podcasts. So would you or someone you know be a great fit? You can find the full job description at biggerpockets.com forward slash jobs. Again, that's biggerpockets.com forward slash jobs to apply for an open podcast producer job. Now, enjoy the show. This is Real Estate Rookie episode 150. My name is Ashley Kerr, and I am here with my co-host, Tony Robinson. Tony, can you believe it's episode 150? (laughs) I cannot believe it. We're halfway through the 100s, making our way towards 200. And if this is your first time joining us here at the Real Estate Rookie Podcast, every week, twice a week, we bring you the inspiration, the motivation, the education, everything you need, the stories to get started as a real estate investor, to build that portfolio, and eventually find financial freedom. Are current interest rates making you depressed about cash flow? What if it didn't have to be that way? Rent to Retirement has 2.99% seller financing available on turnkey properties. You heard that right. That's a seller financed 2.99% interest rate where the average cash flow is over $900 per month. They also have options where you can put as low as 5% down on multiple investment properties with no PMI. Rent to Retirement is the nation's leading turnkey investment company that understands what it takes to be successful in today's dynamic real estate market. Their reputation speaks for itself with more five-star reviews than any other company on the Bigger Pockets website. Rent to Retirement offers fully turnkey properties that are newly built or renovated, leased and managed, allowing you to invest with confidence in the markets that offer the best returns. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's rent. T-O, retirement.com, or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. Remember when you had to pay to get a lead's phone number? It was like the dark ages, until Deal Machine made skip tracing a thing of the past. Now, with your Deal Machine plan, you'll get unlimited access to phone numbers and contact information for no extra cost. That's right. Get high quality, reliable information trusted by leading financial institutions, all fully compliant with the federal do not call list. Explore over 150 data points, including age, gender, marital status, occupation, and a ton more. Trust me, this is the data you need for off-market deals. With new filters, people flags, and color-coded phone numbers, lead management just got a ton easier. Ready to step up your investing game? Sign up for a Deal Machine plan today and gain immediate access to this unlimited treasure trove of contact information and phone numbers. Just head to dealmachine.com BP. Transform your lead generation and deal-making strategies with Deal Machine. Sign up today and start exploring the unlimited possibilities at dealmachine.com BP. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. 
On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com slash biggerpockets. So what do we got going on today, Asher? What's new in your world? Not much. I feel like I'm always just waiting to close on properties, but I'm pretty sure I'm closing on one little cabin tomorrow, little A-frame, or not tomorrow, next week, a little A-frame cabin. And then, yeah, just trying to stay caught up with things. I actually feel like pretty overwhelmed right now, just like getting 1099s out and... (laughs) getting caught up on all sorts of different things. All that stuff that comes with it. So I know we've got like a topic for today, but I feel like it also might be cool, Ash, if you talk a little bit about your big 700 acre property and kind of what's going on with that, because that was the first time I'd heard anything like that. So it might be cool. Some of the listeners can get some insights into what's going on with it. Sure. Yeah. So this campground that I'm working on, it was foreclosure property. It was actually bought by the bank that had the mortgage on it at a tax foreclosure auction. And they did not put title insurance on the property. So as of right now, you cannot get title insurance on the property. So I am in the process of figuring out why exactly that is. Is there a redemption period? Can I pay an extra premium on this property? So I did get an email yesterday from the paralegal at my attorney's office saying that we're good to go again. We can get title insurance. So I followed up with her as to, okay, how (laughs) can we get it? What does that mean? And I haven't heard back yet, but yeah, this is something very new. In New York State, attorneys handle closings and they actually handle getting the title insurance policy for you. It's pretty hands-off for people purchasing and it's done directly with the attorney. So going to find out some more information about that, but it was kind of like a little panic mode, like, oh my gosh, we're not going to be able to get this property without title insurance because we won't be able to get any investors. So definitely it was a kind of a little shock and a speed bump, hopefully a little obstacle that we're, we are overcoming, but yeah, it's just one of those things with uh, purchasing a large commercial property for the first time, definitely the most expensive property I've ever purchased. Yeah. And I just, it's like every time that you kind of venture outside of your comfort zone, you learn something new and I'm learning vicariously through you because I never knew that that could even potentially be an issue that because the previous buyer didn't get title insurance that it can impact your ability as a new buyer to get title insurance. So, you know, and again, that could potentially vary state to state or district to district, locality to locality, but it's just always cool to kind of know what your options are when you get into one of those situations. Our friend, Derek Acuff, flipping a house on Instagram, he's having an issue with another house as well, where he has title insurance, but the title company missed that there was a a lien against the property uh, when he purchased it. So now he's like not even sure if he owns a property. So yeah, we got to get someone from like like a title company or something on here to kind of talk through what all that stuff is so we can give people some inside scoop. Yeah, that's a great idea. Because even my attorney was like, this is where we're at right now. And he just ordered like the title search to be done. So we still have Once we get the title search back, we still have a 25-day due diligence period. So there's definitely still more time to figure things out. But he kind of made it seem like our hands were tied at the moment. 
So what did I do? The first thing I do is I call some of my investor friends who have done large commercial deals and I say, what do you think about this? What can we do? And so the recommendations were look at the redemption period, look at you know, if you can pay a premium and then ask for a reduction off of the purchase price to cover that insurance premium that you're paying up front. So yeah, lean on your investor friends, but also make sure that you can add some value to them too. Yeah. And if you don't have many investor friends, that's what we're here for, right? The Bigger Pockets forums, Real Estate Rookie Facebook group. There is a sea of other eager, willing investors to who want to get to know you and, and kind of share notes back and forth. Well, I'm glad, Ashley, that you found like a, another option, another path forward. I know you were, you were stressed a little bit when you first got that news, but it just proves that there's always a different way or there's always a, a creative solution when it comes to investing in real estate. Yeah. And I still have not completely overcome this obstacle. And I have to admit, like there are days where I'm like, should I just back out now and get my very large deposit back? <laughs> and I'm really struggling with like staying motivated and keep going. And so it's always awesome to be able to come onto a podcast where we have guests that are like inspiring me and I hear their story. I'm like, okay, if they can do this, I can get through this deal. I can make this happen and I can make it work. And so, yeah. Real estate is definitely a roller coaster. Yeah, <laughs> the ups for and downs sure. <laughs> and staying motivated all the time because every day there's something good or bad that can come up. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it'll turn out well for you. And if not, if it turns out terribly, at least it'll make for a good podcast episode someday. So either way, <laughs> yeah, really. there's a benefit to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But we're actually working on a commercial deal right now too. I actually just got off the phone with one of my business partners right before this call. And there's another motel. This is like an actual motel that's uh, not too far from my house right now. Another, another lake town, but it's been very poorly managed. It seems we requested financials. The last financials were from 2016. If you listen to this podcast, it is right now 2022. So, uh, the financials are just a, a little bit outdated and to make matters worse, the financials only included a one page of what the expenses were for the year. So just when you think of like mom and pop, bad bookkeeping, super outdated, it literally checks all those boxes, but we're, we're excited about this property because of the location. It's like in a really prime part of town. And I think there's a really good opportunity to come in and renovate this property kind of make it cool and hip like our other short-term rental listings, reduce the overhead by not having staff on site and making a, a self-check-in, self-check-out. So probably going to go out there at some point this week and I'm, I'm hoping we can finally take down my first commercial property. It'll be 33 units, I think, if we can actually make it happen. Tony, that's awesome. I have a couple questions about that property. So what are you going to do for to fund that property? Are you going to do bank financing? Because with financials, like not being up to date current, would you be able to get like an SBA loan or maybe that's an opportunity to go for seller financing even and say, Hey, look, you're going to have a really hard time selling this property. Yeah. So the seller actually was in escrow with a different buyer before buyer wasn't able to perform. So I guess he's had like a couple of false starts with this property and he actually already understands that it's not something that most banks will touch. So he's willing to offer seller financing. He wants a 40% down payment, which is pretty hefty, but he's offering, I think like a three-year interest only at like 6% or something like that. So not terrible. Gives us more than enough time to go in, make the renovations we need to make and kind of stabilize the property. And I think once we get it stabilized, we'll look for some kind of like SBA lending to get out of that, that owner finance deal. 
Well, that's really exciting, Tony. Yeah. Good luck. So it's early. You know, I don't want to get right, my hopes up. Still, yeah. I don't I try not to get too excited until the ink is dry, right? Like once the contract is signed and like everything's closed, then I can get excited. But right but now. But that's it's, when it's, it gets scary too. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Like we've never done a deal, 33 units all in one shot. But you know, I've shared a few times that, that my goal is to get to 1,000 short-term rental units by the end of 2023. So I've got almost exactly 24 months to make that happen. And if the only thing I'm doing is buying one single family house a month, like I'm going to fall miserably short of that goal. So I need to, I need to kind of break out of my own comfort zone, kind of conquer some of my own fears and, and start chasing some of these bigger deals. Well, I know you can do it, Tony. Ah, thank you, Ash. <laughs> okay. So do we have a question for today? I think you had one from your DMs, right? We do. We actually have a question. So today's <laughs> episode was not about commercial real estate. We actually have a question pull from the audience. So today's question actually comes from my Instagram. Someone hit me up and, and sent a question that I thought would make a, a good topic for today and actually kind of falls in line actually with what kind of what we we're just talking about with the commercial properties. But this question comes from Colette underscore REI7. So Colette reached out to me on, on Instagram and said, do you make offers based on the pro forma that's provided or on the current actuals of a property? So Ash, what are your thoughts on pro formas versus actuals and how you use those to analyze? So when I analyze a property, I'm looking at what I think the numbers are going to be. So the pro forma. Then I also analyze it at worst case scenario, like what maybe what the numbers are now or what's the worst case scenario of the, that property? Like what's the lowest rent it could get? What are the highest my expenses could be? Then I also look at best case scenario. So what's the best case scenario for this property? And then I kind of look at those and see like, can this property survive at all of those different um, options? And I think looking at commercial real estate is a lot different than looking at a duplex and running the numbers too. With a duplex or a smaller property, it's a lot easier to turn that property over per se, because you're maybe just doing one or two units where if you're going after a large commercial property, it may take you a full year to actually get to that performa. So you have to have a plan in place to cover those expenses, whether you have a large amount of working capital. So working capital is when you take a sum of money, say if you're buying a large commercial property, you're taking $100,000 and you're putting it into a bank account to cover maybe payroll, to cover uh, snow plowing for the year, to cover insurance, to cover property taxes, because you know the income for the first year won't cover that. And that is not to be confused with your capital improvement money. So if you're going in and you're making improvements, you're putting in new flooring, you're putting on a new roof to really appreciate that value so you can charge more rent that is going to be a separate amount of money you need. So I think looking at both of those, the actuals and the pro formas, definitely buying a property that has value add for that pro forma is where you're gonna get the most bang for your buck. If you're buying a property with for the actuals, it's probably not gonna be that great of a return for you as if you're adding value. So I think it's important to look at both. And if the pro forma works, but the actuals don't, how are you going to cover that until you get to the performa? Yeah. Ash, what a phenomenal response. Like there's not much that I can add to that. The, <laughs> the process you outline is essentially the same exact thing that I do as well. So I think the only thing that I'll add is that in order to find out what those pro forma numbers are, the thing that you do not want to do 
is take the pro forma that the seller is listed or that the broker is listed because they have an incentive to make sure that the property is shown in the most favorable light. So they're probably going to be a little bit more optimistic about how that property will actually perform. So anytime that the seller or the agent or the broker is giving you pro forma data, Thank them kindly for sending it to you, but you always want to double check and make sure that you validate that information on your own. Luckily, BiggerPockets has resources to help you do that. If you go onto the BiggerPockets websites under tools, there's the services area and there's the rent estimator. And uh, I've used this in the past and it actually works pretty well. I looked at my very first rental property on the rental estimator on BiggerPockets. I was renting that property out for $1,350 a month, and the rental estimator on BP has it at $1,300 per month. So it's like almost spot on with what I was actually charging for that property. So it does a relatively good job of, of kind of pulling that data. And if you're not a Bigger Pockets Pro member, you don't have access to that, you can do that same search manually on your own. Just open up Zillow, open up Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, whatever is the dominant kind of listing source in your market, and just see what other properties are renting for in that area. And you can kind of come to that same determination on your own. But the big takeaway is do your own homework when it comes to the projected income. Don't rely on what the seller's telling you. Yeah. It's that trust, but verify. Like you may trust somebody, you know, who an agent you've worked with or somebody that's selling you the property, but always verify those numbers. That's great advice, Tony. Just on top of the using the rent estimator on bigger pockets, there's also the calculator reports too, where if you're a pro member, you can run unlimited reports. So run a report as the actual numbers, run a report as the best case scenario, as the worst case scenario, and then kind of compare them. You can print them out, save them. Lots of things you can do with those calculator reports. Yeah. So I hope that answers your question, Colette. Ash and I both kind of sunk our teeth into it. I know that's a question that comes up a lot on, on how do you use those two figures. So hopefully that gives you the, the right direction that you need moving forward. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for episode 150. I can't believe it still. We appreciate you guys so much and love that you listen to the show. And if you want to be a guest on the Bigger Pockets Real Estate Rookie Podcast, you can submit a form at biggerpockets.com forward slash guest. And we will be back on Wednesday with a guest. My name is Ashley Kerr at Wealth From Rentals and he's Tony Robinson at Tony J Robinson on Instagram. But before you guys go, let's check out something you can use at biggerpockets.com. The market is changing and finding your way can be tricky. Rates shift, headlines whirl, but your goal hasn't changed. You want financial freedom. And the best investors know it's not about timing the market. It's about time in the market. If you're ready to get into the real estate investing game or take your game to the next level, finding an investor-friendly agent is your next step. With BiggerPockets Agent Finder, you can find the right agent in minutes. Just head to biggerpockets.com slash deals, enter a few details about what and where you want to buy, and boom, instantly match with an investor-friendly agent who fits the bill. These local market experts can help you navigate the neighborhoods, analyze the numbers, and take action with confidence once and for all. There's free resources only available at biggerpockets.com slash deals. Get an agent, get the deal, and get closer to financial freedom at biggerpockets.com slash deals. That's biggerpockets.com slash deals to find your investor-friendly agent today.
The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Past performance is not indicative of future results, and all host and participant opinions are their own. Investment in any asset, real estate included, involves risk. Use your best judgment and consult with qualified advisors before investing. Only risk capital you can afford to lose. Bigger Pockets LLC disclaims all liability for direct, indirect, consequential, or other damages arising from reliance upon information presented in this podcast.